this nameless 1986? Dick? He's disappeared again. This guy got a bad connection on his phone, bro. It's like a mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> got top up with the vouchers, mate. Five out. Nah, they're sending him back home with Brexit. What's wrong with this phone? My phone is fine, you bastards. Everyone just needs to get sacked. Do you want to talk about the Man United match first of all, then? Hell no. Fuck Pogba, 100%. Wait, where was the last time a Chelsea player won the fucking Golden Boots? Give me a name, bro. Tom Terry. Why are you going to Chelsea for? I'll take the L, but a Chelsea <laughs> fan, a United fan, you don't need to fuck right off. Uh, we've got Be- Callum, yeah. Yes, mate, I'm in. Cool, cool. We've got uh, Kelechi. Are you eating? I mean, you guys did beat Norwich twice, didn't it? I also didn't. Yeah, we beat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on uh, when you're listening to this podcast. Welcome back to uh, Bandit Football Fans. Um, now we've got the full team. Well, we ain't got the full team, but we've got nearly the full team. We're going to start off. We've got D, Arsenal fan. D, say what's up. Yo. Cool, cool. Next, we've got um, Callum. He's a Chelsea fan. Callum, say what's up. Yeah, what's good, people? Good, good, good. Next, we've got Kelechi, Chelsea fan as well. Say what's up. What's up? Follow me on Kelechi underscore 144 on Instagram. <laughs> oh, cool. And, and lastly, we've got Ben. Ben's a Liverpool fan. We all hate Ben, but yeah, say what's up, Ben. Good evening, boys. Glad to be able to join you. Beautiful weekend, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Isn't it? Not... <laughs> the weather was nice. Cool, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Let's start off with um, yeah, the chilly. weekend games, man. Let's, let's start off with Arsenal, man. I want to start off with them, man. Let's see what they're saying. What is, did everyone catch the game? Yeah. yeah, I watched the 30 minute highlights of it. I didn't watch a three minute highlight. I watched the 30 minutes, so I can laugh a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, are you, what are you saying, man? What, what's, what happened to your club, man? <laughs> but you know what? To be fair, yeah, you know what? I was watching that game, yeah, and I was, it, I, I'm not going to lie, I tuned yeah. in at like about the 60th minute because I was like, I'm not going to waste my whole one hour of watching, the, watching this game. <laughs> so I thought I, I joined the 30th minute. But you know, on, on the 60th minute, yeah, I think, um, I think it was the last like 10, 15 minutes, I knew they were going to score. I knew they were going to equalize, man. Because it seems to be an ongoing thing with yeah. that club, man. I think it's, 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 I think it's all like back in the day when Wenger dismantled the team, and then you know they he he put a seed of failure or seed of like complacency in the in the team. Because you know, remember when they when when they were they, they used to be good defenders. Like when I used to be Arsenal back in the early two thousand before two thousand ten. I was like, yo, we're gonna lose against Arsenal. We're gonna lose against Arsenal because they got they got the blueprint mm. in it. But ever since he got rid of the main players, the creative players. And then brought in Deadwood, like um, the Nielsen, um, those, those Japanese players, and then that's that Sweden's guy. I was like, "Yo, what's happening with this mm. team?" Well, you know, oh, yeah. you know, that's, that's what's it called? Um, what's that center you were talking about? Dead player. What's that center mid they had? Yeah, there was some, there was some center mid. Baptist was it? Baptist? Oh, what? Baptista, mate. Yeah. Baptista, Baptista, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Apparently, everybody said that he used to look like me. Yeah, but that guy, yeah, he, that guy was a bad player. You know, he was, <laughs> he was horrible. He was a horrible guy, man. <laughs> what didn't he yeah, rinse United a couple of times? I swear he did. Definitely listen, let's not still talk about that. <laughs> yeah, he did Liverpool. He did Liverpool, I swear he's got like four against us. I think Arthur's Arthur's downfall was confirmed when they lost eight to Listen, you know that day that yeah, the end, I so. went into school and I yeah. rinsed, I listened, I spent one Damn. week rinsing everybody. Like you didn't even have to say much to me. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, so you didn't even have to say you just say hello and I'll just start rinsing you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm dead, man. <laughs> Oh, my days. Eight, no, two. Bad, man. But, yeah, all, all the games as well, Chelsea. Oh, what, what, what were we saying? What happened? Oh, that was a poor match. 
you know, it was a bit too cold, you know. Yeah, it was, it was ice on the ground, didn't it? Some juice. Can yeah. Chelsea not play in the our, cold? Our, our, our Brazilian players could handle nah. it. Yeah, we could handle it, fam. And and you know what? Every time we went to shoot, this just this pigeon just came out of nowhere and like you chat shit. <laughs> 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 Yo, the sun was in that high, man. We couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't For shoot. me, that game was dead dry, man. Oh, that was oh, poor, that was a horrible game. Nah, it was dead. Or, like, other than at the end game. when the goal went in, like nothing happened. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, we can. And I think I think uh, what Lampard needs to work on, he's got no plan B. So if plan A ain't working, and he's got the young players, he's got them playing well. That's fine. They're you know meant to be progressive, aggressive down the pitch. If they can't get that goal, what do they then do? How does he then fix yeah. it? Either from the bench or switching the tactics around? Like I don't think he's got that yet. Like he'll get that. He's a new manager, his second season, whatever. Yeah. Like first at Chelsea. But the moment with that squad that he's got, he's got no yeah. plan B to come in and change things up if he needs to. I think, um, yeah, but I think the yeah. Arsenal game showed that he does have it in the locker. Is just pulling it out. And when I say he has it in the locker, I'm referring to when he brought Jorginho on, and mm. the game completely changed. Mm. Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Did he did he do some tactical changes against? I don't know. Is, it, is you guys? Is against Arsenal or Tottenham? One it was really. against it was Arsenal, Arsenal. Yeah, and against yeah. Tottenham, we we set up completely differently. I think the thing for the thing that is damaging us quite badly at the moment is injuries. Obviously, everyone has them. But when Reese James was when uh, when Reece James came off the pitch, it, yeah. the game the whole game changed. The guy was on on uh, on track to be man of the match. He was, was like good, first yeah. in all the stats. Yeah. And uh, I, as soon as you went off, that yeah. was it, man. And, and I'm not saying that's an excuse. We we should adapt, but you know, what can you I do, think really? as well having Caesar on that left flank, like he yeah. really can do a job there. But he was slowing yeah. down the play because he wasn't because he's cutting on on that right foot rather than playing it with the left. Yes, man. I think James could just go forward. James yeah. could join the attack. He was very fluid. Yeah. He was able to like link the team together. And I 100%. think that left side was slowing you down quite yeah. a lot. Oh, mate, I don't know. I don't know if you saw it, it but um, they did a like an overview of the um, the analysis of the the lines of attack. On the left was like twenty percent, center was like twenty percent, and there was like sixty percent going down the right hand side where James was. Yeah. And talking about linking it to the rest yeah. of the team as well, he comes in, he cuts in a lot, and mm. he sort of sits in that CM position, which allows people to free flow. Jorginho, you know, can come to the right hand side if he needs to. To uh, to play the diagonal balls, he he just gives us a different level. Do you know what I think? I think like um, we shouldn't. Do you know I think we miss playing Kante because I've noticed that when we play Kante yeah. in that position, we lose we lose more control in midfield or something like that. He always like yeah. I know he's a box box guy, but and I, I know he scores more goals and he's just he's just scoring his preferred position at less than mm. first year Chelsea, but. I don't think there's a balance when he plays in that balance. that team. Yeah, is he is he a box to box? Because I I, yeah. I don't get why. People play him as a boxer, box. If it was me, I'd just keep him as a DM. He done so brilliantly for for Leicester. I don't understand why. Obviously, when yeah. Con- Conte that came and changed it, isn't it? yeah, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, that's that's weird, man. If that was me, I'd just let him just sit there and then let everyone else do what they're doing because he can do any. No, he was he was sorry. I'm sorry that he changed it. Mm. Yeah, I, think, sorry, I, just, yeah. I don't understand. He can do it. On, he can. Def- bro, that guy's like six defenders in one. <laughs> the thing is, man. He. Um, I don't know if any of you guys remember. We played Atleti in the Champions League. What a couple of seasons ago now, maybe. And uh, in that game, Kante basically played right forward, and he was the best player on the pitch. The guy yeah. can attack. There's no doubt in mm-hmm. that. And I think what we have to weigh up is if we pay Kante in the DM, Jorginho mm-hmm. basically pretty much becomes void. 
Whereas if if we play Kante yeah, further yeah, forward, yeah. we get like most of Kante's what Kante brings, which is amazing. But it also allows Jorginho to be on yeah. the pitch, which is also good for some games. Don't get me wrong. I do think we need to set up individually. For art, for me, we miss Kova big time, man. He 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 allows us to yeah. to link into that um, attacking third of the pitch, um, and we didn't have that against yeah. Newcastle. And Willian wasn't up for it as well, which was annoying. But yeah, that's the kind of player well, he is. The weekend, yeah. yeah. I would have preferred Pedro to be honest. Um, in oh, Kansas position, that guy's still he's, he's been injured, man. He, came in, he was injured. <laughs> for oh, a bit. I was about to say, oh, bro, I ain't heard that name in a while. <laughs> no, he plays. He does play. We still got Fernando Torres as well. Fernando Torres, so <laughs> yeah, still. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I wish we never yeah. saw Costa, man. I okay, wish we never do, saw mate. that guy, man. Can okay, you do? Uh, I know. Yeah, another game. Yeah, yeah. What was I gonna say? Um, no, no. Just quickly, I wanted to. Oh, what was the name of that guy that scored? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yo, he who shall not be named, Deji. You need to change your WhatsApp picture, mate. Every time. Yeah, definitely I not changing it, bro. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> that WhatsApp picture is life, bro. Um, Every time <laughs> I see it, it. I don't want to see that face again. <laughs> Um, yeah. That face haunts me, man. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, <laughs> obviously the big game as well, man. Liverpool and United. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know what to be fair. I think I think that's probably going to be you know one of the topics of today. Obviously, I'm a bit calmer now. Obviously, you know what I mean. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Ben, we, I'm a lot. I'm a lot calmer now. We won. Yeah. yeah. Boy, when that yeah. goal got disallowed the first one, I was fuming. What the goalkeeper one? The goalkeeper Bro, one. I'm that's still a not having foul. That's I'm a still foul. not having that. That's not a foul. It's a no foul. way is that a foul in any way, shape, Bro, or form. it's a foul. No. It's a foul, bro. It's a, but you, well, we know this already. Do you know what's trying to find here? You know when you said it wasn't a foul? I went to go check the FA um, rules and that. <laughs> to see what I said about goalkeeper. <laughs> bro, it's a foul, bro. You, bro he, he went into him. He touched him. He, he went into him. It's not he a, didn't go a, in. So he went for the ball and De Gea came from behind him. So Virgil van Dijk had no sightline of him. Yeah, no, didn't know yeah, where he yeah, was. Yeah. A goalkeeper. So this is the thing. Are we saying now that the goalkeeper can jump in on any player without that player knowing that the goalkeeper's coming yeah, but and then the goalkeeper will get the foul every the time? Yeah, but you have to assume the goalkeeper's coming, But that's right? ridiculous. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that, that happens all the time. You do have to assume the goalkeeper's coming. That happens every single time. Every single time I've seen a goal. Uh, yeah, no, no. But what I'm saying is like just because there's a goalkeeper there. So if that was a defender, that would not have been a foul oh, whatsoever. Yeah. So you were saying because yeah. the goalkeeper has put himself in the position to be fouled, so Virgil van Dijk hasn't gone diving into the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper's gone diving into Virgil van Dijk. Why is that van Dijk's fault? Mm. I think van Dijk went into the goalkeeper personally, yeah. but that's just my opinion. Yeah, he was I, jumping for the ball. He had eyes on the ball. He was facing away from the goal, away from the goalkeeper. My thing is that the, goal, the goalkeeper's the mm. goalkeeper's gone up with two hands here to try and to try and get the ball, and van Dijk has gone into him. Do you know what I mean? If if it was a case of like he tried to punch it, then I can be like, all right, cool. But he's actually gone to grab the ball, and the ball's actually fallen into his hands as well. And Van Dijk's gone into him. Nah, he just dropped the ball. But isn't that? And this is the thing. In the last podcast, in the last podcast, you guys were talking about how people, if they, you know, if women want to play and they need to firm it up against Virgil Van Dijk, why did we have to? No, no, you're right. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> the the hay has been called out for that like a lot this season, isn't it? And and the problem is um, that he doesn't he does yeah he doesn't firm it. But when he goes up to go punch the ball and that, I don't know what his problem is. He needs to hit the gym or something because every single time he goes up for the ball, he always he always he's always the second person, and it's annoying. It's getting irritating. 
name, name a goalie that isn't though at the moment these days. It's what standard. Strong, it's standard, man. As soon as the goalie gets touched, they're down. That's it. I don't know. I mean, maybe the rules need to change, <laughs> but as far as I've always known it, if you hit the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's always going to... Because goalkeepers are always protected in that in yeah. that fashion. So. I, I just don't think... I don't think that Van Dijk was attacking the goalkeeper. No, he wasn't. He's obviously, he's gone into him, but the goalkeeper's gone into him as well. So that would just be a 50-50 challenge. I don't get how much you can protect. Because otherwise, if I'm a goalkeeper, I can just jump on people and then I get the free kick every yeah, time. Yeah, basically what happens, mate. I don't, I don't agree with it. I think the rules should be changed and it should go back to how it used to be back in the day where goalkeepers were just another player on the field. But no, but I think if you do that, that, people will start doing that madness, man. <laughs> Obviously, no flying no, elbows would. and stuff. Yeah, but... like, what's your opinion on like you know? Because I think if you watch the end of the game here, yeah, they brought back the clip of uh, United versus Everton, in it, and I think De Gea went up to go punch the ball, and I can't remember mm. who it was, but I slapped him in the face, in it, and that didn't give him mm. that wasn't given yeah. as a foul, and I was like, that's a bit madness. And this was my point yesterday. I was like, the thing is, I was even when I was watching the match with my brother, I was like, they have to give it as a foul because next week the same damn thing is going to happen, and they're going to turn around and go, oh yeah, yeah, no, everything's all blessed. Yeah, it's a foul or whatever the case is which is really annoying mm. because, like I said, I've always known it that in them type of situations, if it's clear 50-50, cool, but in them type of situations, usually they always give it to the keeper. Like, they always give yeah. it to the keeper. Yeah, man. But, but that's my thing anyways. Do you know what I mean? I, to be fair, though, and I didn't really want to bring it up this early into another podcast, but I think this is where they need to look at VAR. Yeah. And so we now have a system. So rather than adapting the current game to how we have VAR now, we need to look at VAR and how we can now rewrite rules. So the reason why the goalkeeper traditionally would always get the benefit of the doubt is because the ref can't see it. Like, you know, two players have gone together, bam. Mm. Now you can go to the VAR, wherever they are, Heathrow or Cheswick or wherever the room is, and they can slow it down. They can have a look at it. And, like, I think that's where we need to start rewriting the rules and go, okay, right, we've got VAR, we can go back, we can have a look at it. Yeah, but they have to look at bears. What, what do we want that rule to look Yeah, at? they have to look at, like, years and years, well, I don't know, years and years of videos, but they need to look at a lot of videos, man, in order to get it right. And even them. No, just literally go into the handbook, right? They must have it on a computer somewhere, the official FIFA. Just delete whatever the rule says now <laughs> and just rewrite the rule. Let everyone know. You can tweet it out on whatever. Because at the moment, I think people are, so it was like with the armpit, offside thing everybody got annoyed with that because nobody until that it happened to Firmino nobody from the FA had turned around and gone oh by the way we've got this new offside rule it's like the armpit anything you can score with blah 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 and that's what they need to do they need to go okay right we've come up with this new offside rule we've got VR we can go back we can check this is the new rule and go from there but we can rewrite the rules now to make it easier because you remember a while ago like the offside rule was like you had active players and inactive yeah, players yeah, and this yeah. and that blah 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 just uncomplicate it now now you're going back and you've got that video just uncomplicate everything mm. no it makes sense I think I think there's a general thing a general theme of VAR having I don't, I don't want to say double standards or whatever but it's basically one rule for some and another rule for it others it is 100% I think like if the, if the ball was in the attacking box attacking team's box and drops down and allows them to clear it how is that different to it hitting the attacker's hand dropping down and allowing them to score the attacker would be given a handball and the defender and most likely wouldn't. The doubt, yeah, because you give them benefit of the doubt, isn't it? Because they're trying to block it yeah. or something. But, we, but we're always saying give benefit of the doubt to the attacking team. So how does that fit into it then? Mm. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, what's it going yeah, I don't know. Yeah, ben, did you think... Well, obviously, you probably thought that, oh, yeah, man, he's going to smack, smack us anyways. 
that they already know. Kind of a silly question. But yeah, what was your feelings before the game? Did you think we was going to snatch it or anything? The issue for me, and I always say this every single time we play Man United, is it's not like a normal game. Like the form book doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter where we are in the table. It doesn't matter where Man United are in the table. It doesn't matter who's managing the club. It's always going to be one of those games where there's like, a, 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 I don't know, even like a, a 50% swing in form. Mm. Um, obviously we've been playing fantastic and like I thought we were going to get the three points but like you always going into a game against United thinking that they can do you whatever yeah it's true mate it's true but that's the I think that's pretty much I mean maybe I could be wrong here but the Prem is getting more like that generally you go into any game with exceptions of course I think Liverpool just do have a confidence and an air about them these days where it's like the Man United of old you, you've beaten them before you even walk out on the pitch almost <laughs> but generally I would say on the whole you, you you can't call a game. Not a, like a single game. It's very difficult. Should be uh, Bournemouth, man. You come up against them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was just going to say, I mean, even with Liverpool, like we've got a bit of an issue that the teams play against us. So we're doing them over at the moment and we're getting the wins. But I don't think, you know, I watch quite a lot of the Premier League football. I don't think these teams are playing less well against us. Mm. I just think that we're getting the job done yeah. before other teams. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we're just like we're holding on but like I mean even like I remember first game of the season against Norwich mm. they came to play against us that was like day one like boom like yeah. and you know there's been quite a few teams Watford we had trouble with there's been a few teams along the way we've had trouble we've just managed to get over the line I think was it was it Sheffield United mate uh, the first game you only beat them because that goalkeeping yeah. error yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Henderson made up yeah. yeah 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 Um, I think I mean today if we're talking about the Liverpool United game um, using that as an example, if um, Martial had buried that chance, and was it James at the back post sliding no, in? No, it was that Pereira? policeman Pereira. <laughs> yeah, he is. The... <laughs> so, but those were guy. two. Those were two solid chances. <laughs> they could have been and should have been buried. Martial yeah. should have scored. He should have scored, man. He should have scored. My uh, he has no excuse on that point. You know, I think he was yeah, straight. You no, know what I, think he, I thought that was. I dope. think you know. I, I think you know. I think he blasted it over the bar. It's frustration, but yeah, the guy. The guy was. Why he's laughing, bro? I'm being. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was. Frustrated. You know what? Yeah, you know my my take of that game. Yeah, is like I'm not even as I was saying earlier on. I'm not angry that we lost in it because that was expected. Like, I didn't. I didn't think we was gonna go into that match thinking we was gonna win or anything like that. My problem is that we're playing yeah. with no system. It's so annoying. Like, as I said before, I think I said it in other podcasts as well. Like, bruv, we miss out the whole midfield. And that's what burns me the most. It's like, it's like, like I said, it's, it's just a simple thing. And kept on doing it every single time, bruv. Just picking the ball, expecting Martial to run and go catch it, or pinging it towards um, uh, James and, and expecting him to go, to go, uh, uh, go get the ball. And then we'll play this counter. We had the game, we had times in the game where we we're doing the counter of football. And everything mm. seems to be working well. We get outside the box, and it's like we pass it backwards again. And I'm like, bro, what's what was the point? It makes no sense. And again, this is all coming from Oli, and it's and it's really like, what do you do in the training? Like I said, we need to take a leaf out of uh, Arsenal's book about this training and stuff like that. But... <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all need to well, stop that. Y'all need to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> now we pipe. <laughs> like, no, I, I, I can take all the disrespects. I ain't hear about them training videos, man. I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. All I'm saying is your club put them out. That was exactly. like the victory lap from your club. Okay, okay. Like, look how well we're done. Can we just establish? Can we just establish? 
Oh, where's this guy from? This guy is always disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was it. A flying no, no, but you know what? I think though, Man United don't have a midfielder. Yeah, we... I get what you're saying, but I don't think that Oli he doesn't have any. Who who have you got? You got Pogba, but he's been injured. He probably wants to leave. No, but we said. Um, other than that, we said this before though. Yeah, we was too... Callum, you was talking about um, what was it, Matter? Mm. About bringing Matter back into the team and stuff. I was glad to see him on the bench. Well, you was glad to see him on the bench. Yeah, 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 want... yeah, I didn't want him on yeah, the bench. Yeah, because you wanted us to care, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 I'm just saying, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I do rate that point. No, you're right. Though. We've got Matter, yeah. we've got Fred. Let's talk about ball playing like footballers here. We've got Matter, we've got mm. Fred. Pogba's injured, fine, fair enough, yeah. But just them two alone, yeah, is enough to have that creativity. Pereira is mm. a useless. Does Fred? Because I've never actually seen Fred really do oh, anything. I see. I, I see. Well, so, like he runs nicely. He's got good passes, but like he reminds me a little bit of kind of like uh, Xhaka and Pepe, a bit better than ooh, them. Ooh, but ooh. in that they're not <laughs> really achieving anything. You know, Xhaka's got a good pass on him. Mm-hmm. Pepe can dribble past two players, and then he runs into a player. Like yesterday, Fred ran into his own player. No, but that's Pereira's fault. Ran into James on the was team. That, was that- like, or, 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 sorry, or was it was that Pereira? Pereira, I think. It was outside the box, didn't it? Oh, well, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was shocking. See, I couldn't see, believe for that. for me, that was Pereira again, because Pereira took too long on the ball, yeah, to actually find the pass, which that was irritating. That was that irritated me a little bit as well, and hence why them two kind of ran into each other. But me, for me... Pereira overplays everything. Bruv, this guy's fried, man. He's actually fried in his head. Because I don't get it, bruv. There was times here where he could have done, like, one easy through ball or something, and the guy just took his time. Took his sweet, sweet time. Who's that? Pereira. Uh, yeah. Just took his sweet time. I think Pereira reminds me of, you know, like when you're a kid and there's a like, kid on the playground that's really, really good at football, <laughs> but he's much better than everybody else, so he never learns a tactical side. Yeah. And when he goes to an actual club, he becomes trash because yeah. he like he doesn't know where to stand. You know, <laughs> Pereira's like that kid, like he's really good at dribbling, kind of, but he doesn't know what to do with it. He plays with his head down. 100%. He doesn't know where the rest of the team is. Like, he just doesn't know what's going on around mm. him. So it's, 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 like a, it's like an arrogance kind of thing I feel yeah he, anyway. he's, he thinks he's better than what he is basically that's what the yeah. point. Nah, he's just not good he just burns my soul but <laughs> that midfield he thinks yeah. he's going to be the new Lingard isn't it no, oh, okay. sure man <laughs> <laughs> Lingard 2.0 <laughs> no but yeah that midfield yeah and again like everyone's saying like oh yeah he hasn't got the midfield and all that stuff bro you had a chance to you know bolster at that midfield um, this summer, but you chose not mm. to. You started making comments like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. We've got Matic and that man coming back from injury. It's like buying new players. Bro, if you, Matic was good if, yesterday, to be If fair. you say... No, I don't think he was all that, man. That guy took his sweet time as well, man. Yeah, he is a bit slow, but like, he, he stood in our way quite a lot. Ben, did you um, say that he's played well? I couldn't quite hear you, mate. Last match, yeah. 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 Yesterday. Yeah. Even I thought he reminded me more of the old Matic. Mm. No, nah, he... Me, he was just taking too much time, and even like the way we conceded as well was just dumb. It's just a whole tactical mess, man. Like I don't understand why Williams was marking Van Dyke. That's the, just the dumbest shit I've ever seen. In yeah, my that life. was nuts, man. Was <laughs> I was, nuts. you know, I was just, sit, you know, I was just sitting there, yeah, and I was just like, after you, I think when Van Dyke, when Van Dyke scored, yeah, I sat there and I was like, but what? I'd, if I was Oli, or if I was even a staff, forget it. I was, like, if I was a staff, yeah, I would have turned to him and said, bro. What was you thinking when you set up this this this, this defensive thing situation? 
The only thing I can think of is that when they were organising that, my man was in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, probably. And so everyone else was just like, yeah, just leave Van Dyke to him. I'll take Salah. You take Mane. <laughs> Paul Williams comes back. Like, what's going on? Oh, you've got VVD, mate. Don't worry about it. It, it, was, it was crazy, man. But you know what? It was, it was, for Liverpool, it was deserved at the end of the day. We're just not good, man. And it's annoying, yeah, because what's going to happen is, say, I... I let me not even say that it's going to happen. But imagine, we'll go and beat City now, 1-0, or, or we can't even beat them, we've got to score a stupid amount of goals. But let's say we go, everyone's going to start getting hyped again and going, yeah, yeah, Oli. I'm caught between two things. I don't know if I want this guy to stay or go. Because he's doing what everyone's asked, which is getting rid of Deadwood. But then the people that you're bringing the in, Deadwood is going. it is. And that's the thing, like, doing the job. Uh, but at the end of the day, when we're talking about doing your tactics and all that stuff, it's it's not working, man. Well, here's a question, Deji. Who who deserves more of the blame? Is it Oli? Is it the tactical side of things? Or is it actually Maguire, who is representing the management on the field as captain, and he needs to say, no, I'm fucking taking Van Dyke. I'm the biggest slabhead here. No one else should be taking it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's, that's the thing that, that's what, um, that's what someone like Tony Adams, JT, that's what those guys would do. They'd be like, I'm having him. I don't care. Hmm. I think yesterday when I was watching the match, one thing I did clock on to is I barely saw Man United players yeah, talking. Man. They were quiet. They're just not. They were just all getting on with it. Like Maguire did a little bit yeah, of but then would you say, stuff like that. But on the whole, that's down to management then because at the end of the day, your job is as a manager is to bring the team together and say, listen, guys, you need to be vocal on the pitch. You need to do this. You need to do that. You know, there's some sort of... Look at Klopp, for example. There's mad unity in it. Whatever he says goes onto the pitch and then you get Henderson shouting like a crazy person at everybody. But this is the thing. I think it kind of comes from from the whole structure. Mm. So I think you're going to have the manager needs to get that imprinted. The players need to pick it up. But you also need to buy the right people. Yeah. So Van Dijk is a great example of that. We bought him. He played game one. The first match he played, he was shouting at other defenders, telling them yeah. what to do. And I think it's about you don't have those personalities at Man United anymore. I think Maguire would pipe up a bit more with other people. But I just think... All your players are soft. Like, I hate to say it, but yeah. I don't. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> fan, but, like, I mean, your players are soft. You don't have anybody who's there, like you say, like an Adams, like a Vieira, like a... Like a village. Anyone like that, just going, right, we need to do yeah. that. And you need that all through your team. So we've got Van Dijk, yeah. we've got Henderson, will shout. Mane went, like, kniptic when he got substituted after Salah didn't, like, yeah, that was you know, uh, passed it in that one time. Like, Oxlade-Chamberlain yesterday came off the pitch after 65 minutes. He's beating the chair. Because he wants that, mm. you know, there's that, that passion, that drive. I just felt Man United were a bit... They just, you know, there were periods when they played well, but when they weren't on top of the ball, I just didn't feel the passion mm. from them. No, it's true, man. I, th- I have to question, if you're paying 70 million for the slabhead, what are you buying if you're not getting a vocal not, big boy? Listen, if you're not getting a, you know... Uh, they paid eighty oh, million mate. for him. Sorry, just, mate. Eighty million. The question of what's that, just for the record, because <laughs> that's what I would be expecting. I don't know what. I don't know why we paid. I can't even give you an answer, man. That team, yeah, just, it just see. I. If I it's hard to tell yeah. though because it's are the players also willing to accept that criticism? Oh, true. So you've got, no, you've they're, got they're like Van Dyke. Trent will shout at mm. Van Dyke, and Van Dyke will like listen to what he's saying, and he might have a go back, or he might be like, "Yeah, fair enough, you've got Laporte." Yeah. Like, do you yeah, know what I mean? Just... Like, and the the Liverpool team, they've got that. They can shout at each other. They can do that. Whereas at Man United, if you're Maguire, you might want to go shout at it. But if Lindelof bursts out crying, 
because he doesn't like you know loud words or whatever. No, no, no. <laughs> There's nothing you can like, do. Think Lindelof will cry. He's a professional player. He ain't that soft. <laughs> no, but all I'm saying is your ex captain told your fans to fuck off. So I think we can take this section. Yeah, Shaka, Shaka's not soft. Shaka's I remember hard. they are people. No, we haven't got that for Chelsea as well. We only got Jorginho that does that for Chelsea. Yeah, to a degree. I think Rudiger does it. I think uh, Tomori does it. I can't think of it. Aspi does that as well. Dave Aspi does Lequette it. Yeah. Ta- yeah, Tammy, Tammy does it, I feel. Um, we've got a few. We've got a few. But I think we've got more than anything people who lead, try to lead by example. I think like, look at Kante. Yeah. I think uh, Kovacic tries to lead by example. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, I think Tomori leads by example. I think... Uh, we got we got enough. It's just something else for us at the moment. It's something else for us. Would you say like every, like to a certain degree? Oh, well, obviously, apart from Liverpool, everybody's got pretty much yeah. soft players. <laughs> that ain't, like, <laughs> I do, I don't think that's it. I think I think Liverpool like this Liverpool team. They built it up. It's not just this season that they like yeah. they're actually nailing it. Like last season, I think it was just really bad timing and just really bad luck with towards the end of the season they they were pushing like Klopp was pushing that team real hard and then shit just didn't pan out the way it should have for them mm-hmm. so they actually be, like they have I think again that is the most that's the most stable like Liverpool has been one of the most stable clubs for the past couple of years so like the lead into this is not unexpected they've actually yeah, planned yeah. it out well it's actually good with Chelsea I think it's inexperience that's showing mm-hmm. on like both the managers part and some of the players that you guys got because look at it, and yeah. quite a few of these players were just pushed into the deep end. Like, effectively, they came back from loan, and they were like, yeah, we ain't buying no players, so you're making the team, I guess. <laughs> and the then, thing- yeah, and then they just they just put up, like, remember like remember a couple of years ago when Kodzuma was actually playing solid? Mm. And then now, he's just, like, you're shifting and you're putting them in there. Like, Chelsea, for what has they had on ground with the new manager, with the new players that they got in, like the loanies that they brought back, you're overachieving. Oh, 100%. If like, you gave me fourth spot and yeah. Champs League uh, progression by the end of the year... Don't get too comfortable there, It's kind of like why I'm actually, like, with this Arteta business, I'm absolutely, like, apart from the fact that I wanted him from day, I like it because I'm just kind of like, at this point, the rest of this season, any Arsenal fan that is deceiving themselves about any kind of... They just need to get to the back of the teammate. We're not, like... At this point, all I need is avoid relegation, and then I would take either FA Cup or like I would def- like I would kill someone's mother for Europa. <laughs> like straight, like I'm not even like I would straight up kill a bitch for Europa League. I'm like I'm not I'm not even like this ent- for the rest of the season. Arsenal fans just need to see this se- the rest of this season as uh, what should we call it? Preseason training for Ateta and his and his team. Just like. <laughs> Everyone should just take the L and, and just go like, okay, this... Because the thing is, I'm not, I, I can't even be... I can't be angry about, like, where the squad is because Emery showed, like, there's a difference. Like, managers like managers matter. And I think that's what Frank is showing. And that's what, like, Klopp is showing in Liverpool. It's like, manage, like, you can have a good, solid bunch of players, but the manager actually has... Like, Unai Emery is not a bad coach. You don't win Europa back-to-back with the same team. Mm. and be like mm, bad coach but it is possible for like wrong manager to be with the wrong team and i think like that was not yeah oh yeah, yeah. Emery and arsenal were no good marriage at all 
Hmm. And the fact that it took the board so long to sort that shit out, that, that's another issue. That in, look here, Arsenal is like Arsenal is a cancer ridden like motherfucker right now. I love the team. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna support this team to the day I die. It's not a thing. But like the problem goes, it starts from the top, right? Cronky <laughs> does that shit that he did where he yeah. don't always talk and he lets all like other people like take the shit for his mistakes. Then this new board came in and then like Ben said, there's a certain kind of arrogance that's with the club, because some like they don't un- like I don't think everyone at Arsenal understands that times have changed and y'all didn't change with it. Mm. So when yeah. so when all this shit is coming, like I, I'm just kind of like Arsenal fans and the club itself. I feel like we need to humble ourselves to just kind of go, okay, this is this is where we are at right now. Like next season, if like you know with the right kind of buys, I'll totally go gone home and start trying shit again. But right now. <laughs> This season, I think yeah. On the on the back of that, I think it's one of those things. You've got to know where you are if you're going to plan a journey. And I think at the moment, Arsenal have an idea of where they want to go, but I don't think as a club and to a large extent as their fan base, they've accepted where they are. And don't get me wrong, it's a difficult thing. Liverpool had to do it. Um, like we yeah. finished eighth in the league. We had Roy Hodgson. We had fucking Koncheski playing at left back. Like there was just <laughs> times when you have to look at it and just go, do you know what? I support trash and not even like, oh, my team's playing trash. Like this is actual like a rubbish dump of a club at the moment. And then yeah. the club, if they accept that, can then begin to build. Yeah, you see- and I think that's what Arsenal need to do. I don't think United did that when Fergie left. I don't think no, but you know what? I good. think how big a change that would be. No, yeah, I think you yeah, know you're right, and I think what happened was as well when Fergie left, it took about. I think it took about. I think people's expectations were like, yeah, yeah, it's the same team that won the prem, so surely it's mm. the same team that's gonna go win it in the next season. And didn't clock here yeah, that. Oh, you know what? Everything is shifted now. You got a new manager, new system, and new this. A system that's been there for what? stupid amount of years and whatnot all of a sudden now changing and even now do you know what when i listen to fans and uh, and i watch the fan tv and i listen to people talk i'm just like bro i don't think you understand yet how crap this this club is like there's some people out there that's like yeah this club is trash and whatnot but for me personally i've understood it i've clocked it I, as i keep saying in the group chat it's all part of my master plan because when <laughs> it's part of the master plan like i was, I, was like, I love united and stuff like that but when we lose here i'm like bruv it has to be part of the master plan because these people are not understanding they're not getting it they're not they're not realizing that if you keep making dumb decisions it's going to keep affecting you on the pitch mm. making dumb buyers is going to keep affecting you on the pitch it's the uh, same shit at arsenal you buy you buy stupid it shows on the pitch it does 100 percent. so do you think they sold out emory oh definitely the board who what the players or the board no so in terms of so if you look at not this summer gone summer before that i think arsenal had a fantastic transfer window they got terrera in they got leno they got a couple other players this season they went the dumb route they bought pepe 72 million like the installments thing like they had to sell a Wobi to be able to buy any other player and i think they had a plan when they hired emory that they were going to do what Oli seems to be doing, where they're going to, you know, get rid of some dead wood. They're going to get in younger players that can grow, kind of like what Liverpool did. And then maybe because of the fan base complaining, they panicked last year. They bought Pepe, who does not look like a £72 million player. And because of that, they ended up going in with a weaker squad this year. And Emery didn't have the players that he wanted to work can, with. Can I just say, I think it's, it's twofold with, like, coming into this season. I think, one, the board did... They did, they did like, they did fuck up Emery because, like, Emery already said from 
time, he didn't want Torreira. He wanted um, Nonzi. And it's why, like, Jacka kept getting playtime because Emery has an idea of a defensive midfielder in his head and Torreira didn't fit it. But my thing was, and this is where is that problem about, like, manager marrying the right team, it's still bullshit because if he told the club that, look, Nzonzi is what I want, and he gave him Torreira, at that point, no one can, like, because you look at Torreira playing under Ateta now, completely different player. The, the board effectively did this bullshit, and they did it with the wrong coach, which is they did it with a coach that's already set up, in, set in his ways. He knows what kind of player he wants and the kind of player that he likes and what he's going to do with it. And then they just chucked it at him, and the players that he had didn't match his style. And because they don't match his style, he can't do what he wants with them. And then there was like, you look at when they were interviewing like Arsenal players throughout the season up until he left. And you could tell like when they were talking, either he, what he was saying, they didn't understand or they understood it. They just couldn't do it, which is a problem either way. But like, it's, it's like you look at Ateta and from when Ateta came in, despite the trading videos and that shit, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's actually like there's a there's a bit there's you can see it like it translates onto the pitch. Like Arsenal fans have this belief that David Luiz is not a good defender. David Luiz is not a fantastic defender. That one is that is set. But not, I remember when he played with Conte at Chelsea. Like yeah. David Luiz works in like if you give him a good system to play in, he would do the business. Like he's not. He's not I don't think his defending is good. I think he's good as a uh, if you because there's that whole thing of ball playing defenders. Is he a good ball playing defender? Yes, yes, he is. Is he a good? Is he a good defender? No, not really. He's well, in no. ways. He's that thing of, like he's a good defender if he has the right support. Like you look yeah. like with him like in Brazil when he plays with, when he was playing with Brazil and he was playing with Thiago Silva. That team went on to win the World Cup. And, like shit, like shit happened. And my man wasn't the only man on that pitch. Just saying, but like, <laughs> you know like the problem is, and this was what this was what happened with, um, like Ben said, the board sold out Emery because they didn't give him what he needed to make it work. And the problem was, if you go and you buy like Pepe, and then you give him to a defensive-minded coach, he's not going to do it. He's not. Gonna, that's like that's like um, when Chelsea were buying creative players and giving them to Mourinho. And Mourinho was just kind of like, I don't know why the fuck you're giving me this. I'm not using it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Salah, with um, um, De Bruyne. Exactly. Like I mean, if, and, yeah, and, this is, and this is the thing up. about, like, you can see with managers. is like, if a manager likes you, he's willing to, like, he knows you can do the job for him. He will always try and get you into whatever team he gets into. Like, take Mourinho and Matic. Yeah. Like, Mourinho knows Matic is his boy. He would like if he if he was if Matic was still playing up to a certain level, I swear pretty much he'd be in Tottenham right now. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't actually True. put in a bid. I was hoping yeah, that yeah. he would. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was so, I was like I was waiting for January the first year to like, listen, bro, put that bid in, man. Just slap a couple of M's on that. <laughs> Yo, guys, I just realized today's the twentieth of January and there's not really been anything in the transfer window. Nothing, nothing nothing, for Liverpool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy, boy, y'all already uh, done that before January yeah. even came round, man. Exactly, fam. We're organized. What can I say? <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah, I think it's I think Man United's gonna make a panic buy for a striker. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Get... I think they're gonna do it. Oh, no, there's Cavani now, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, no, Cavani's on a free in the summer. It's coming to Chelsea. You sound hot. 
I bet you my fifty fifth money. Ain't nobody taking that bet. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, nah, but you know what, man? Nah, nah, it's true, you know. There's been no, there's been no transfers, and it's not. That's a bit for me. It's a bit strange, though, especially with, for us, yeah. anyways. Where we've been struck. Anyways, like I said, we're still waiting for Bruno. I heard he's stuck in the airport, so. <laughs> the team, the team that I'm surprised hasn't actually started spending is Man City. I thought for sure they'd be buying defenders like. Mm, yeah, that's true. Well, it's true, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, but they're hurt. No, they're, 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 pain. For it. they're hurt right now, man. Are they though? They're not doing that. I they're think not doing fair, that. Though, they just need to. That's true. At the moment, they're at the end of the cycle. So they did. <laughs> they did really well a couple of years ago. Then they won last year, City. And now it's yeah. just that same group of players. Like it's difficult to keep people going for more than two, three mm. years, I think. And they need to mm. rebuild. January is not the time mm. for that. They need to take the L on the season. They need to get fourth play, try try and get second. Do you think Pep see what they can do, do think, in the cup? Do you think Pep is gonna go at it again for next season? This is the thing. I think if Pep truly wants to go down as one of the great managers, he needs to stay here and build the mm, second 100%. team. Hundred percent. He's never built a second team. He's built the first team at Barcelona. They did well. He started to lose him. He left. He did the same thing at Bayern. Started to lose him. He left. And now is the point where he needs to break up that City team and rebuild it if he wants to go down anywhere close to kind of Ferguson. Because Ferguson broke up, rebuilt, broke yeah, up, yeah. rebuilt, broke. Mm. That's why he was the best ever. Like, I think I think yeah. Pep needs to do it. And I think, to be fair, he's at a club where his, you know, his mates are directors of football and stuff like that. If he's going to do it, City will be the place. I think City are going to get rid of uh, still Silver and Fernandinho leaving already this summer. So yeah, yeah. if they can get rid of a few more of the old heads like Otamendi, Stones, oh, um, uh, Stones in now, old is he? Yeah, but he's no, he, he's dead. He's oh, dead. Okay. He's <laughs> dead. <laughs> It's true, you know. You know what? Yeah, I think if Arsenal, you know, what? Arsenal should go for Jones and Jones and Stones. I think that would be a good. I think that would be in, a good. In line with David Luiz, yeah. Yo, yeah, whoever, yeah. Whoever said that, proceed to fuck off. I went. <laughs> <laughs> Just for unnecessary disrespect. No, I'm being serious, you know. I'm actually being 100% serious. If you actually went in for Jones and Stones, I think, and Louise at the back. (laughs) Again, whoever is talking right now, send your location, fam. (laughs) (laughs) I will have a conversation. I will pay people to beat you up. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no. You know that? That rhymes though, Jones and Stones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's that's rhyming what? connection there already. Shut the fuck up! I think as well, if they take him into Arsenal, I think they can call up uh, Mikel Silvestri. <laughs> right. He can come in as a coach. <laughs> what? And I just think that would be that would be. Yeah, good. Like, he would he would get him playing well together. The, the old give and go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Nope, not doing it. Not doing it. Everyone needs to keep the same energy when Arsenal beat Chelsea tomorrow. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so what's... Uh, wait, what's wait, 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 wait. I, I will keep the same energy. <laughs> what's everyone's prediction? What's that going to happen, fam? That ain't going to happen. What's everyone's Chelsea. prediction? Tomorrow's yeah, game for the game tomorrow. No, for, that, for the Chelsea and Arsenal tomorrow. Chelsea. Oh, okay. you, Chelsea. You think Chelsea beat yeah. I think Chelsea are going to oh. win. I don't... Mate, Listen, my blood know, pressure you know, is already you know, rising. You know. Who's at home? We, Chelsea. Is it Chelsea? Mm, yeah, I don't think Arsenal. But the thing is, yeah, when the... When, you know the things when struggling teams come to the Emirates, they, I mean to the um, Southampton Bridge, they've taken three points of us, like Bournemouth, West Ham, and, and the rest of the league, mate. Southampton. <laughs> yeah, 
So Arsenal, Arsenal, I think Arsenal can win if they actually if they score two goals. But um, I say with my heart, Chelsea will win. Honestly, <laughs> I think I think yeah. with the I think Arsenal, I'm willing to like risk it with Arsenal because I think with Ateta and this team, it's like this is one of the. I I still look at that match at the Emirates and I'm like, you know what, Chelsea. Chelsea, Arsenal beat themselves. In that last 10, 10 minutes, for those two goals, Arsenal just basically beat themselves. Mm. Made that mistake. And then sure. everyone lost their shit for the second goal. And Mustafi is shit. So, <laughs> for the team. Because, like, when, when the break for the second goal was going, I was like, Must take Tammy out. Like, just take the red card. I don't even give a fuck. Just take, ta like, you're a fucking defender. Do your job. So, like... <laughs> At that point, I really thought it was like we like a draw. I would have been good with a draw. Leno made that mistake. Mustafi again. Like I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but that. So yeah. I'm thinking we we can because I'll give props to Chelsea. Like Lampard figured out real quick with that midfield that yeah, hundred percent man. The man wasn't working, and he threw in Jorginho, and that like changed that changed the dynamic. But for like the first thirty minutes, Arsenal blitzed Chelsea, and if. That, that's the problem with the, that's the main problem with Arteta's team so far is we play solid for like the first 30 35 minutes but we don't convert the chances then we score like one goal and then it's like the team either I'm I don't know if that is left over from Emery or whatever it's like the team then decides okay we're going to try and hold this but then you just look back and you like realize you have fucking Mustafi in defense what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I think your team gets tired. Your team gets tired after that initial burst no, of energy. Yeah. I mean, if you don't if you don't take a chances, like that's that's what you like you look at it's why it's like why when we when we played against like Sheffield United, like honestly, up until yeah. up until the point, like even the goal that they scored, it was just because it was not it was literally a drop in concentration for like those thirty seconds, and then and the problem yeah. is once any team score against Arsenal. Honestly, we like that rep is going to take like years to fix. The teams get excited because they are like, okay, we got them now. They're definitely on the ropes. So even when like even when Arsenal yeah. isn't on the ropes and they should actually act like they have sense, the other team gets energized and then it's just that mental steroids where they're just kind of like, fuck it, we can take three points here. Yeah, yeah that you know that happened to us. It's a bit, it's a bit yeah, too that's, easy. that's what used to happen well, to us when you know when Van Howe was there. Like we would go into the game here yeah, with some stupid amount of possession and that, and then we'll be like. It would look like we were going to take all our chances. And, and then the last couple of, like, last 20 minutes or something like that, you were coming up against Burnley or some shit, and they'll pepper goals against us. And I don't get it. It doesn't make no sense. Like, use all that energy to see the game out. Mm. But you wouldn't. So, yeah. It gets to a point in the game where they sit there and they go, all right, guys, let's just chill in it. Let's just, let's just relax. Let's, let's take a breather. Mm. I don't know if that was a manager yeah. thing or just the players' mentality was just... See, I think that's where the players need to take over from the match. So the manager can mm. send you out yeah, and you've got the tactical plan and everything and then things start to happen in the match like little one-on-one -on -one things and then you get to a point where as a group of players you need to find that for yourself. You can't yeah. rely on the manager the whole 45 minutes mm. of a half. And it's uh, after the half hour mark in any half, you get to that last 15 minutes, people are tired, they're thinking at the end, they're looking at the clock, they're trying to work out what's going on and that's when you need your leaders on the pitch. 100%. To step up and be like, no, we need to concentrate. You know, people like Terry used to do it. You know, Carragher used to do it. Everybody used to have players, and I don't think there's as many of those anymore in the in the in the football. Hundred percent. Ben, uh, I think Van Dyke was doing it. I remember the camera showed him yesterday. 
He was, I think it was after United yeah, had a close yeah. chance. But I could see Van Dyke being like, yo, come on, guys, come on, like hold it together, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's really important. I mean, Ashley Young used to do it for us. Right? <laughs> 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 Sorry, man, I almost choked. It? <laughs> I mean, he actually, he actually turned down an extension. In the Bro, you know, as well. he that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I said, yeah, that's what I know. Me personally, I know this club in it in and now. That's what listen, it's part of the master plan. From time where you've rejected us, yeah. Do you know what I mean? To go into and stuff like that after the extension. The team is finished. There's no point. And I can't see I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I, I can't see it getting any better anytime soon. I really can't, because it's it's, it's it's it just can't happen. Unless they get rid of Ed and all them lot of up above and they change the whole you know, dynamics of the actual club itself. We're just going to keep going through the same thing over and over again. And I'm really happy now that these pundits and that are starting to question the board's mentality and Ed's mentality and the recruitment and stuff. Because every other time, they just kept on saying, yeah, yeah, it's down to the managers, down to this player, it's down to that player. And I'm so happy that Pogba's injured as well. I'm not happy that he's injured. I hope he gets well soon. But I'm just happy that now they can't just blame him and say, yeah, it's all his fault. Because I can't understand how you expect one man to do everything. You know what I mean? But here's what it is. I, mean, I find it a bit weird. I think that you had a good transfer window in the summer. Well, you think so? Um, I think all of the players that have come in have improved. This is what I was saying. I think Maguire is better than what you had before. I think he's steadied that ship a bit. Uh, I think one bissaka has been the best. When, it, when, when he doesn't go chasing up the pitch, like yesterday he was up the pitch at one point and like you guys were defending. It's like, where's he gone? But on the whole, like for a young player coming in, playing for a big club, he's done very well. I think James has got a ceiling. I don't See, think I... he should be your first choice at the moment. Yeah, because you've got no one else. But I think for a team the size of Man United... Yeah. I think uh, Gary Neville was talking about yesterday before the match. He was saying he should be the third winger. You should have two main wingers, and then James would be a good third winger. Yeah. See, my my, my, thing, my, my, my like thing is that I, I don't like. I like James. I think James is a pretty decent player. But my, I think my issue this season, especially with the players, well, I can't say the players he's brought in. My problem with the front three, yeah, with Martial, Rashford, and and um, James is that I think they can be real powerhouses, but there's nobody to find them. Because sometimes they make some really decent runs and there's no one there to pick up the passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think mean, if you... You've got Fred, in it. You've got Fred. Yeah, he doesn't Fred... really... He, does, he hasn't got the vision. He hasn't got the vision, isn't think... Pereira as well. I've... Pereira's got... Pereira's might as well... He's blind. He's blind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I think I think Fred Fred can do it, but remember he plays at a deeper role. And and this is the problem that I said, yeah. I think when Mourinho was there and everyone was going, oh, I don't understand why Mourinho's playing... Um, Pogba as a DM and, and playing him very, very deep and stuff like that. It makes... Now, when you start to see and you analyse it, it makes a lot of sense to why he was doing that. He needed someone to pick up the ball from defence, yeah, and start something. At the moment, yeah, the person that seems... Well, the person that was doing it was both Fred and McTominay because they were picking up the ball from defence. Now it's only Fred. He's the only one doing it. The problem now okay. is that who does Fred then give it to to start to create something? Nobody. That's what happens? True. That's true. Yeah, what happens? He passes it back to Maguire. Maguire pings it forward, expecting everyone to run with full pace. And it's like you sit there and you think, as I'm, if I can see this and I haven't got no badges and stuff like that, then surely, <laughs> you know, the staff should be able to see it. And and it, it baffles me. But who's the backup staff that um, was working all day? Is it Carrick? Or who's, who's the got Carrick, you got Mike Feeling, the other guys I can't remember. There's a couple of guys there, but. I don't know, man. They're, they're, they're not serious, man. They need to even change all that shit as well, man. 
Because Felix was under Ferguson, wasn't he? Yeah, but so think, he should know. Yeah, but the problem, but the problem that everybody was saying feeling is that he's he still got that mentality of Fergie and back in the day and stuff, and that needs to change. Because, like okay. I was saying, I think they've only got one in their in their book. They've only got one plan. Do you know what I mean? And that plan is like you've got to, you know you only buy an A4 sheet that of just pay, pure paper. I think it's got like a hundred two hundred sheets in it or something like that. Every sheet is yeah. the same same formation. Every single sheet. Yeah. You go to page thirty-five, <laughs> same same formation. Go to page sixty, same formation. Yeah. Bro, change it up. Have, have you ever seen um what's that film called? Um, Waterboy. <laughs> see, yeah. boy. you see where they've got the playbook here and they've got different tactics and all that stuff and whatnot bruv this guy's got nothing Even yesterday, <laughs> no. yesterday, yesterday I was laughing yeah and this made me laugh I don't know. Huh? <laughs> he's laughing <laughs> no 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 because you know what yeah because I, I still don't know how you gave him a full time job because you know you're, you're bored yeah, he, he's very sensitive to public opinion but I mean mm-hmm. like if you look at his track record he took Cardiff down and he was um, he won the league with Malmo. Is it Malmo or whatever Malmo, that team is? Or something like that. Or some shit like that. Yeah. And then Poetic Justice, you guys lost to Cardiff at home as well last season. Oh, and this it's... is the guy who's your manager. I- I'm baffled, man. I- I'm confused, man. The guy, the guy yesterday, yeah, uh, I was saying like yesterday, they showed an image of him. Um, he was sitting in front of a screen, like an iPad or something like that. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. I'm sure that. that... I've fallen asleep. Bro, the iPad was off. I'm sure. It was just a... That's <laughs> it was off. Bro, the That's iPad was off. I'm sure. I'm sure of it, man. But here's what it is. Uh, do, man. So that's it, guys. Episode two. Done. Finished. A bit like the Prem title? We shall see. Next week, it's Chelsea-Arsenal and Wolves-Liverpool. Two massive games in the top half of the Premier League, let's say. We'll review them both, talk about all the latest info and uh, transfer gossip as well, as always. Uh, There'll be rants, banter and everything you'd expect between a group of mates chatting about what they love. I hope you tune in as always. Please subscribe, follow us uh, on Twitter at FansBandit. Share this with friends, family, anything you can do. We'll really appreciate it. And as always, thanks very much for listening. See you next week.